we ready? So, so now uh, we give everybody the same treatment. That's the thing about us here at Off Defense. We treat everybody the same. We don't care who you are. If you if you are an expert, uh, then you have to be accountable. If you are a celebrated person, you got to be accountable. If you're an everyday Joe, guess what? Your ass got to be accountable. But you guys, one of the things I, I learned in the past week is a lot of people don't know what accountability actually means. Hmm. Do y'all know what accountability actually means? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I did. I did your, your version of that route. What, what is your definition of accountability? Um, my definition of accountability is owning my shit, good Ooh. and bad. If if I do it, if I say it, I own it. Um, being holding myself accountable for my actions, for my words, for my thoughts, um, for how I treat people, and how I choose mm-hmm. not to. Accountability is just owning it. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's good. That's good. And that's true. Uh, The definition says uh, accountability refers to an obligation or willingness to accept responsibility for one's actions. Mm -hmm. When a person accepts responsibility, that person is committed to generating positive results. What some people call taking ownership, just like Ruth just said, she takes ownership of her shit. And so when we when we talk about being accountable, I think sometimes and that that after we looked at like we looked at this show uh, 20 30 times cuz we was trying to make sure hey you making sure we we was in a compliance mm-hmm. um because one of the things we don't want is when people come on the show feel like hey, i don't come on cuz they do xyz cuz that's not what we do mm-hmm. and uh even some some uh people that we reached out to to get you know it's always good to get outside cuz sometimes when you're inside you don't see the stuff mm-hmm. well so we think but Everybody said the same thing, and we reached out to a lot of people, literally a lot of people. I'm not exaggerating. A lot of people because we wanted to get a couple of different takes on it to see mm-hmm. you know, how people thought. And uh, people like, hey, Dr. V, don't don't even roll like that because they've been watching for quite some time. Even our guest that was uh, going to be on here next week was like, yo, love the show for one. Loved it, uh, but felt like uh, you guys bring it. And that's the thing I, I think uh, and then they mentioned Nate too. They said, "I just thought I thought Nate was gonna get him." <laughs> it's like Nate let him let him go a little bit. And I was like, "Ah, you know, Nate was kind of observant, just like uh, you know, me and JB was just kind of observant and yeah, trying to feel things out." People thought that Nate was gonna get him. I don't think Doctor V or Root got him. Those were mm-hmm. common questions about a brand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What do you have to offer? If that's getting somebody, I just don't know. Well, well, what I saw was what he was talking about was very uh, talking about intangibles a lot, mm-hmm. and you can't quantify that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, because of that, I wasn't gonna, you know, try to nail him about this or nail him about that because the things he was talking about those are very personal things to individuals, mm-hmm. and it's neither mm-hmm. right nor wrong. Is just how they go about it. So I was just, you know, looking more for more gems he had to share in terms of uh, success and how people come about, which is which is why I ask those types of questions. But I mean, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't gonna try to get on him because, you know, I mean, that's his thing. You know, more power to him. Not, I hate that he uh doesn't like us anymore, but more power to you wherever you go, bro. <laughs> Hey, one of the things I've learned in life, everybody will not like you. Mm-hmm. you if true. you if you go about life attempting to get everybody to like you, you're gonna be you're gonna fail miserably for one, but uh secondly, you're gonna be highly frustrated. Mm-hmm. Uh, JB, you feeding back. You don't, feeding back? To, you don't yeah. have to like us, and we didn't have to like him, but what was common across the whole show was respect. So that's one thing that everyone gave. Right. It's, yep. it's assessment. Accountability is an assessment. It's in the word. It's in the base of the word. It means mm-hmm. to count, to assess, to put side by side that which you say and that which you do and talk about the differentials. That's basic. So let's talk about that for a second. Uh, taking ownership and 
Studies show when an individual, when individuals are accountable, they understand and accept. That I think that's the key too, having an understanding and mm-hmm. accepting the consequences of your actions in the areas in which you assume responsibility. So mm-hmm. that means like if 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 I say or do something that damages somebody, mm-hmm. I have to be accountable for that. I have to take ownership of that because why well, I said it or mm-hmm. I did something mm-hmm. uh, that, to do that. You know, like I see this a lot. And do you guys think this? I'm just going to put this question out here. Do you guys think society has uh, plays a, a huge role in why a vast majority of people are not accountable? I want to start yes. at the top and go down. Nate, let's start with you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and I'll probably get beat up for this, but I'm going to say it anyway. <clears throat> Starting with uh, the generation after mine, because my generation, Gen X, we, we were the, uh, the pessimists. You know, uh-huh. we looked at everything critically and we weren't happy. Uh, millennials and Gen Zs, they're more like, I want it my way. Mm-hmm. And because everything in society is it's faster for you, it's easier for you, uh, it's more immediate for you, and it's free. You don't have to do anything for it. It's here. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's almost like people are spoiled to death where they feel like uh, they're owed everything without having to do anything. And I think that leads to a lack of accountability because if nobody said, hey, you got to do this to get this, then you were never held accountable for anything to start with. And you do that enough and it can become a a social norm. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's just a personal thing. I think it has a lot to do with socioeconomics as well. Okay. Mm -hmm. Root. Um, Yeah, I partially agree with Nate, but I also think that um, our society has uh, crippled people to believe that it's easier to blame someone than to accept your own faults. So people now become, instead of really looking at themselves, they spend more time trying to figure out how to categorize, um, you know, or put a label on what it is that they're uh, that what has happened and finding a way to blame somebody else. This is, um, what, what do they say? We're in the age of everybody gets a participation award. Yeah. So everyone thinks that they are entitled to something. Everyone's feelings matter. Everybody, um, woe is me. Everyone's a victim. Everybody's a narcissist. Everybody's gaslighting. Um, what's the other phrases that they use? Uh, there's another one. Y'all help me. Um, it's a narcissist, gaslighting, victim. Them. And there's one other one that I can't think of right now. Oh, you got them, I think. Any, I anyway, can't. everybody's yeah. using that as a, a way to find a way to not take ownership of their own shit. So I just think uh, society is weakened. Inclusivity. Inclusive. Yes, yes, yes. I, yes, I have sir. a rule i always tell my kids number one fuck your feelings that's the first thing and i've told them this ever since they were young because your feelings only matter to you um Mm -hmm. fuck them you know figure i'm not saying they're not important they're valid but compartmentalize whatever's happening deal with it figure out how you're gonna get out of it because you only have so much time to be in that space of feeling right and then Mm -hmm. secondly your shit is your shit. It don't belong to nobody else. And it only affects you. So, but most people are not taught that way. They're taught to be considerate of everybody else. And you don't want to hurt someone else's feelings, but what may hurt one person's feelings may not hurt the next one. So uh, we spend too much time trying to conform. Okay. Mika, what you got? I I agree with uh, Nate and Ruth. And to add to that, also egos and pride. A lot of people if they just own it, like uh, Root said, you know, the, to know you're in the wrong and just can't say, you know, my bad. It's it's so easy. I, I apologize and just own your own shit. Like Root said, um, it's crazy to me. And a lot of time it's just all the finger pointing because of your pride or your ego is, is too big to let you say I was wrong. So I definitely agree. I don't know when it started to be a, a thing, but um 
we're definitely in a society where people are not holding themselves accountable for things at all. You know what else I think, uh, Mika? I think a lot of people see agreeing that I'm wrong as a sign of weakness. Mm, that's true. You know, you can't admit having made a mistake because that'll be like a death sentence to your career mm-hmm. or your reputation or whatever. You know, don't ever admit you did something wrong for whatever reason because you know it could be, you know, whenever we start out as when we're young, we know we don't fret admitting something we did because it's just being human. But then when people beat you up about it, it's like I can't admit I did something wrong because people will overreact. Right. Or you've then, gone miles down this rabbit hole of wrong. And then people and hold it over your you, head. You're too far. Right. You're too far in. You've been trying to prove you're right for about a month now. And now mm-hmm. you've been proven wrong, but you've you've gone so far and did so much that you just can't say, you know what? I caused all this heartache for all this time. I'm going to keep my guns and I'm going to keep pointing my finger at you. Mm-hmm. What's the saying? If you um if you're pointing the finger at if I point a finger at you, I'm really pointing it at myself because I got three pointed back. I got yeah. three pointed back. But yeah, three or something. Yeah, something like that. yeah, that part. All right, Doctor V, what you got? So I think that our standards are on on the run. So we we our standards are so mobile that we don't even have anything to indicate accountability because you got to count in um, inclusivity. You got to count in this. You got to count in it. I mean, and not that some of those practices are not correct. It is the fact that the processes take over everything. And so we don't really get a chance to um, have a standard that somebody can kind of to kind of measure themselves with. And I, I think that 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 year that everybody on the baseball team got a prize for just being there and it was you were going to fight if you didn't get that prize um said to all the kids all i have to do is show up and i don't really have to do anything do i think that you should recognize and and love people and keep growing them yes but i do think that you have to have a standard that says this is what needs to happen or what has to happen in order for a person to say, this is, I'm, I'm doing, this is a good thing, right? But I don't mm-hmm. think we do that anymore. We just kind of say, I feel like this. That's what I'm going to do because I feel like this. And that's not not quite how the world can run in conjunction with people with each other. No. Gotcha. Jay Bizzle, what you got? Yeah, man. I mean, this is, this generation is strange, man. It's like the... um they have a hard time separating the real from make-believe. Um, it's, it's almost like they believe that social media is is the end-all, be-all. It is, is Social media has taken such a, a high priority in this generation's life that they fail to really understand that that stuff ain't real. And then 95% of the stuff you see on, on online is not on social media. It's not real. And, and because of that, it forces them to lower their standards within themselves like dr v was kind of saying i mean if, if once you lower that standard one time you'll continue to do it until you get the response that you want and that's kind of what i see this generation doing more and more of. okay i don't um uh, so let me ask you guys this question i don't know who that is with that noise sound like somebody riding down the highway I don't know who that, who that is. Let me see. Who is that? Oh, that's Mika. <laughs> is it me? It's you. But I muted you. We ain't here no more. <laughs> I was going to ask this this question because I think all those are valid, and it's it's one of those things where you, this is a conversation that I don't think we have enough of in our in our society is being accountable like you do some shit own that shit like don't pass the buck and root you said this it's like we have this thing where if i'm wrong i'm gonna blame everybody but me for what mm-hmm. i did and, and it's like well how is it 
I, man, I was having this conversation this morning with one of my family members. I will not say who it was. And they was talking about somebody that they're with. And I was like, but you got to own the types of people that you continuously choose. And I asked them a, a question. And, and they said they was going to be watching. So uh, I told them I, I might talk about this. So it's not, it's, I'm not violating any privacy. Because I didn't mention no names. Just scenarios. They brought up the other person. And I said, but the question I asked you was, what have you learned about yourself that has allowed you to contribute to this ongoing cycle of, you know, revolving doors of relationships? Because you got to look at yourself at some point. It doesn't matter if it's relationship driven, if it's career driven, work driven, friendships, family, doesn't matter what it is. What is it that you are, what is it about you? that you need to be accountable for as it relates to you. Do you take responsibility for your actions? Do you take responsibility for your words? Because we can do and say some some egregious stuff. And we'll look at, it's one of those things where we'll look at the reason why we feel like we had to do something and that justifies why we're doing it versus owning the fact mm-hmm. that we did something that was wrong to somebody. And so when you start looking at that, yeah. uh, and we're going to talk about this here in this next half, eight habits of highly accountable people. Uh, if you are someone who's watching or listening and you're saying, hey, that's me. Y'all talking about me. Yeah, we talking about you. And it's OK, because I think sometimes we, we get away from the fact that it's OK for something to be wrong with you. It's OK. Mm-hmm. Now you got to look at how do I fix it? How do I fix it? How do I fix it? So that's what therapy, um, we always talk about people going to therapy. This is the only downfall I see right around, right around these parts. Because now sometimes if a person does go to therapy, they get stuck in the why more so than the solution. You got to have a really great therapist because I cannot be 144 years old and and still be cutting (laughs) you because something happened when I was two. Right. Right. I've had 142 years to get myself together and I had a responsibility once I reached 17, 18 or even before then to be able to start looking at what I'm doing. Right. 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 So I don't get to be 5000 years old and say, oh, this is okay because. You did it to me when I was two. And I think that's a misconception uh, that people live in. Oh, man. Now, now, now you you about to cause more trouble this week, Dr. V. <laughs> no, she's speaking facts. So that's, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, she's speaking facts. Mm-hmm. Now, I got to ask this question. And, and Nate got his hand up, so I'm, I'm going to come to Nate in a minute. But, but Dr. V, let me ask you this question because mm-hmm. you, hit the, you hit the nail on the cough. Uh, on the head, rather. The coffin, too. <laughs> Because you, you hear this so many times about things that happen to people early on in their lives mm-hmm. that they are still carrying around like right. badges as right. full grown ass adults. Right. And you got to say, OK, well, how do people deal with these things? Because let's be honest, guys, we talk about this every week on this show. Mm-hmm. But I think we have to be a little bit more honest. Not a whole lot of people going to therapy, which is part of the problem. And, yeah. and then when when the. The, the, the f- small amount of people that do go to therapy get there, as Dr. V said, in some cases, this is not all cases. Listen, ladies, right. I'm not saying all cases. We right. don't want to hear no more about this this week now. Don't be emailing us about this bullshit. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> because, no, email us so we can talk about it too. Yeah. I don't want to hear about it. I, listen, I'm not going to let nobody attack nobody on this show, for one, because I think we've been doing this a, a long enough and people been rocking with us long enough to know people's character on this show. So, you know, we're we not going to get back into that. Uh, I just don't want to hear no emails about something she you think she said when she didn't say that. And if you had let her finish last week, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> damn it. <laughs> cut her off. You would have heard what she was okay. <laughs> Let me bring myself back down. <clears throat> So, so what was I saying? <laughs> you were saying that um, most of the people that are in therapy, right? And that's where you end it. Mm-hmm. People are when they go to therapy, as Doctor V has put. Oftentimes, they're not dealing with the solution. We're dealing with how you got here, mm-hmm. and so I think that causes a 
a backup on the highway, as they say, because mm -hmm. you're dealing with one thing, but there's a host of other things and you're staying stuck in. It's almost like a twilight zone. You're staying stuck in one place and you're harping on the why or how you got here or what happened. But we're not dealing with how we move from that that point. So we stay mm -hmm. stuck. And it I know Nate had it stand up. I don't want to breeze past that because I want to hear what he had to say. I was uh, <clears throat> a point came to me right quick that I want to throw into the situation, uh, the conversation, and that is when we talk about accountability. What I've experienced is that oftentimes when you hold people accountable, they will make the uh, argument, "Why are you making such a big deal out of this?" Ah, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's it's not that big a deal. Is is it ain't that serious? You know, as if they try to minimize. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. doing, doing the right thing you know mm -hmm. like like why why is it such a big deal and it's almost as if uh integrity and in how you act is optional mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, i love the voice change with that yeah. you know I, I, I do i do what i want you know i'm, I'm right. free you know it yeah. doesn't matter it does so, matter it, it yeah. and, 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 and mate and mate that was probably after they asked you to hold them accountable yeah. <laughs> yes. that's the yes. that's the weird thing about it i mean because a lot of people yeah they'll they'll say yeah please hold me accountable to such and such but don't really really understand what that means and don't really really want to be held accountable it's the no, accountability in their head and it's the adult part it out, but they can't take it it's that's yes. right yeah. that's right it's the accountability that they've created in their head. It mm -hmm. is that friend that calls you and says that they did something and you tell them that what they did was wrong. And they're like, you really think so? Well, girl, mm -hmm. maybe I was just thinking, so you didn't call for me to hold you accountable. You called mm -hmm. for me to support you because in your yeah. head, you've just to validate it. you. That's right. Right. And That's right. I think it's important to mention that a great deal of people are in therapy to deal with people who won't go to therapy. Absolutely. We need that guidance, right? Yes. So Rue, if you were if I if I'm if I were a two-year-old and I poop in my diaper, mm -hmm. somebody else gotta get it off. That's right. But if, but if I'm 22 and I poop on myself and I'm sitting next to you, it is my responsibility to get it off and you're gonna suffer because I don't. Yeah. So 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 when you have that poop on you, when we have it on us. Everybody in our midst gets a whiff of the poop. That's right. And and that, that's that's not fair for me to sit here in this poop filled pile and <laughs> say why should I have to suffer your crap? Right. But it's this is why people remove themselves. And you know, I have um always said that just because somebody has a title in your life doesn't mean that they're entitled to be in your life. It doesn't matter who they are. Mama, daddy, auntie, uncle, cousin, sibling. If you are not, and like you said, if you're covered in poop and I can no longer stand the smell, right. I have to make a decision on if I'm going to continue to subject myself to the okay. smell or if I'm going to remove myself. And too many people justify staying. Well, you know, that's just my mama and, you know, she dealing with stuff and I know she stank, but... I'm not going to help her smell better, but I'm just going to sit around and let her continue to do what she does. We have to hold people accountable for the shit that they do. Right. And if they don't want to take accountability, we then have to take accountability for what we allow ourselves to be subjected to because their behavior ultimately affects us as well. It affects us. That, that poop part. affects us. And let me ask this question, out. guys, because you said something very telling. How do you actually hold people accountable for their actions when we all know you can't control other people? Right. So how do you how do you legibly hold people accountable, especially when it's people that's involved in your life? How do you hold them accountable for their actions and things they do as we're talking about accountability uh, today? Ladies and gentlemen, if you just joining us, it's off the fence. I'm Finch. Uh, we got JB here. We got Root. We got Mika. We got Dr. V. The Dr. V. Don't tell. Okay. Don't tell me <laughs> with her. Okay. And we got Nate here. And we're talking about uh, accountability. Piss or get your ass 
off the pot. Uh, so my question to the panel and you guys watching right now, put it in your put the comments down there, no matter where you're watching from, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you might be watching the show from or listening to the show. Uh, I want to see your comments. How do you hold how do you guys think you hold someone accountable? Uh, and I'm gonna start with with my with my panel. Okay. I'm gonna go in. Uh okay. let's do boy girl, boy girl. Okay. <laughs> Dave, you said you at the top, I'm gonna start with you. How do you guys think you actually hold people accountable? How can we do that? Well, in, in actuality, uh, you really can't. Um, that person has to want to be held accountable. Ah. Um, the, it, it, if the person is not coming in with a with a heart of, I need your help. I, I want to make sure that I'm that I'm staying in my lane and doing the things that I'm supposed to do. Then you really can't hold them accountable, especially if we're talking about a grown person. Because, mm -hmm. like you just said, I mean, grown grown people are gonna are gonna do what grown people do. I mean, that's 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 just kind of what it is at the end of the day. So, if that person doesn't want to be held accountable, you really can't. All you can kind of try to do is kind of keep them in the road, so to speak. Okay. Uh, so let's go to root. Um, so what JB said, you can't hold other people accountable. Um, so I, my accountability is letting people know, being honest. I'm always honest with all of my friends and family members. Um, so first is saying, Hey, you did some fuck shit or, Maybe you need to rethink this. I'm, a, I'm this always right a realist. I really do. <laughs> I do. Um, because, and you know, the personality, who I am on this show is who I am all the time. Mm -hmm. I, I cannot be anything other than myself. And I'm always honest. So I have a lot of friends that call me for advice because I'm honest. And I'm going to hold them accountable for their actions. But if I realize that their actions don't align with my morals, values, and character, then I have to stop fucking with them. Mm -hmm. And and I've done it to people who were very close to me. So mm -hmm. I can't be accountable for them, but I can be accountable for me. But mm -hmm. I can, in good conscience, continue to fuck with somebody that does fuck shit. So mm -hmm. if you are a, a mother or a father that doesn't take care of your child, I can't I can't fool with you at all. I'm not talking on the phone with you. I'm not going to eat with you. I'm not hanging out with you. I don't, we don't have anything to talk about because all the time that you can invest in me, you can invest in your child. If it's somebody that steals, I can't fuck with you because I don't do that. It, you know, whatever it is, if it doesn't align with me, then the accountability is me choosing to remove myself. I don't do that. It, align with me, what then accountability is me choosing to remove myself. I don't do that. What just happened? What what was that? I don't know. Some deja vu. Wow. <laughs> it was good though, Ruth. Clearly what I said <laughs> twice. was twice. It was good. So it's like it's like read in the Bible. Right. <laughs> Sounds like <laughs> it twice. It was, it was so good. <laughs> you said that thing twice. To put the okay. kid Capri remix on that thing. <laughs> right? <laughs> okay. All right, cool. All right, so uh Nate, you in you up next. What was the question again? <laughs> How did you hold people accountable? Okay, okay, okay. I'm sorry, I got so lost in what happened to Root. I know, okay. right? <laughs> Go Nate. But uh JB shared my sentiment exactly in that you cannot control other people right? No, no matter how they act. The only thing you can do is be completely honest about what they're doing and how it affects you. And if it's bothering them and y'all have an interaction, you let them know, hey, this is bothering me, stop. And then if they don't stop, you remove yourself. Because if you continue to tolerate that, then you're just validating their behavior mm -hmm. and you're enabling them. And they're mm -hmm. gonna keep doing it over and over and over. So I think the reason a lot of people don't believe in accountability is because they've never had to deal with the consequences of the actions because everybody's always letting people slide. Ah. That's why I believe in if somebody Fs up, let them suffer. Let them suffer. 
let them go through the consequences of their actions so they don't do it again. Because if you keep hiding from their consequences, they 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 believe they 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 become a person who believe they can do whatever uh, with impunity, mm-hmm. and then they're gonna screw with everybody. So you either hope you you hold them accountable by letting them know if you keep doing this, I'm gonna stop <laughs> screwing with you. And then when they do it again, you keep your word and you cut yourself off because you can't control them, but they gotta know. If I keep doing this, these are going to be the consequences and they're going to be real. And once they see that they can't keep doing whatever and getting away with it, if they want a different outcome, then they have to change their behavior. Okay. Mm-hmm. I got so many questions. I got so many questions, but I, I want to hear from Dr. V and Mika first. Let me write down my question so I don't forget it. All right, Dr. V, what you got? Okay, so everybody um, literally talked about an intervention model. That's what we've been talking about. So for me, there's a difference between accountability and control. Ah, You you cannot control the human, but the accountability part is the assessment part. And so there's a process to that, right? So we talked about the honesty of it. So bringing the situation, what is the challenge? what is the proposed solution and what's the consequence if the solution is not met, right? So those are the steps for um, an intervention into behavior. And then that gives both, that gives power on both sides, right? Mm. Because the person has the power to say, oh, I recognize that. Oh, oh, oh yeah, I'm, I'm okay. I'm not going to do that. Or, I'm, I, or this is how, how I need help not to do it. But it also gives me the power to say, hey, I see that you, you like that. You're, you're going to keep doing that. So I like me and I'm going to have to do this. Right. So yeah. it is the intervention model that we were just talking about throughout the whole thing. So. All right, Mika. I oh, had an unmute. So, yeah, I'm glad just what Dr. V said. Um, I definitely can't control the accountability. But once you ask me to hold you accountable, I can assist with that. So like Dr. V just said, it's like you do give control to me. So it can be as simple. I mean, it can be as, uh, you know, important as something like kids and drug habits or anything you're trying to kick. It could be something as simple as uh, I had friends call me. I want you to hold me accountable for going to the gym. Okay. Once you give me a job, I'm going to do that. So every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you want to be in there. Monday, you want to go. And as soon as you start finding wiggle room, well, no, I'm not going to go today. Um, I'm a little tired today. I'm gonna go Tuesday. And when you say, okay, I'm not eating this, this, and this, and this. And you're like, I'm like, what you eating today? You eating that salad? No, I'm going to get a piece of what you said that this, this, you weren't going to do that. Oh no. Well, today's my cheat day. So I I can assist with holding you accountable. But as soon as I see that you're not sticking to your own accountability, that's when I'm just like, okay, you clearly don't want to do whatever you set forth to do. And I don't want to help you anymore. Like, so now I feel like I'm like overly aggressive and I care more than you care about what you're trying to change in your life. Yeah. They just they just want to they just want attention. That's all. Right. Did they eat the pizza, Mika? They ate the pizza, skip and skip Monday, Wednesday, Friday. <laughs> that is funny. Um so l- let's get into these uh eight habits of highly accountable people. If these knock you over the head. You are probably a person who's not accountable. Um, <laughs> and it's, it's so much that you guys said it, it, with my question that I wanted to ask more questions because you got to think about accountability. It goes way across the spectrum. I mean, it, it, it literally affects everybody. And I think Ruth and Dr. V both said about what happens when you're with someone who's not accountable. Mm-hmm. And what their choices affect you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we, we just talked about it. Dr. V talked about being uh, a, a control mechanism versus holding someone accountable. And I, th- I think the, the consensus is you really can't realistically hold someone accountable for something that they do. But they have to have a desire. I think JB said that they have to have the desire to be accountable or they have to develop that at some point. Mm-hmm. So. When, when you're looking at, I think 
Now, would you all agree with this? If it's a, if it's friends who are not accountable, you can cut them off, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Have Have y'all done that with friends? Cut them off. Mm-hmm. I have. That's, that's not accountable. So, so what do you do when it's a spouse? Same How thing. Do you, hold a, you cut you you gonna cut a spouse off? Yeah. If if the behavior doesn't correct, because listen, I got one life. I got one. And if you are disrupting my peace, if I cannot be happy, I don't care how good it is. I don't care how good the sex is. I don't care what household we have. I don't care what's happening. If at the end of the day, I'm not at peace and I feel like the relationship is bringing me more harm than good in my daily life, then I have to remove myself. I can't allow that's part of my accountability, right? Mm-hmm. I can't allow someone else to control my happiness. I'm in control of that. So I have a question for you, Ruth. Yes. So, so it, are there increments to that? Meaning that, like, mm-hmm. it, it, is it a, is a is it an increment? Like, if it's a it's a habit, or I don't know, it's you don't put pull the covers up on the bed, or I don't know, something like that, <laughs> as opposed to. I'm gambling. You, you said to me, like, are there increments to the cutoff part? Like, what, what, what is there a threshold that'll say, ah, that's you, husband number four about to come? That's it. I don't know. But I, but do you-, <laughs> um, you know what? I, I think that it depends on whatever your standards are. Okay. Um, if I say that I'm not comfortable with someone, and I, I happen to be married to a gambler, but it never affects our bills. So, okay. in that instance, it's not a problem. Okay. But if it becomes a problem where bills aren't being taken care of, okay. you're spending everything to gamble and we're struggling because of your gambling and you're not willing to get help, I can give you the options to help you get help. But if you choose not to take them, then I have to remove myself. And it doesn't mean that maybe we can't find a way to come back mm-hmm. together, but mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that I need to be in misery with you while you try to figure out how to get it together, okay. especially okay. if you're not making the effort to, to make changes. Okay. If you know, if you're not putting a toothpaste top back on the toothpaste or, well, that don't count. I think we all have our own toothpaste. <laughs> you know, when you think about if you're not putting your clothes up or mm-hmm. you don't pick up after yourself, those things are trivial, right? right? Okay, right. But when we're talking about things that truly affect you, meaning mm-hmm. disrespect, not being mm-hmm. able to take care of the children, okay. um, you know, spending the household money, you're unable to work because you're drunk or, you know, if all of those, if those right. things start to affect our livelihood, then mm-hmm. there is an itch, uh, issue. If it's not detrimental to my existence, it's irrelevant. Okay. But if it's detrimental to me being happy, then I have to not be there okay. anymore until you figure out how to fix it. Mm-hmm. So, cause I can't fix you. Mm-hmm. Right. right. I can I can love you. I can mm-hmm. support you. I can say I want the best for you. I can help provide resources. But if you're not taking the necessary steps, I got to move on because I, I can't I could die tomorrow and I'm gonna be sitting there pissed off because I don't let some I don't missed out on an opportunity for some good shit because I'm deciding to stay with the bad shit. You mm-hmm. know, you won't be you won't be pissed off because you'd be dead. Well, I mean, I'm going to be in your ghost will be pissed off. <laughs> like your spirit, your spirit going to be pissed to hell. <laughs> going to be pissed to like, hell. Oh, that's I'm okay. That's funny. All right. So I found this article uh, through Inc. Magazine. Uh, uh, it was called Eight Habits of Highly Accountable People. And it said, often you may be responsible, but are you accountable? I found that very interesting. Because people think being responsible is them being accountable. Uh, and it says, here are, here are the ways people will really trust you to get things done. Many struggle with the definition of accountability versus responsibility. The difference is simple. Many people can be responsible for helping out on a task or initiative, but accountability belongs only to one person who will be judged on the, com- the completion of whatever the task is. Truly accountable people are very hard to find. Do y'all agree with that? Truly accountable people are very hard to find. 
I don't think so. I don't think that. Okay. I could. Right. I, don't, I don't think that. Not from okay. my experience. Not from your experience. Okay. Not so it goes on to say accountability comes from within, which is what all you guys have said tonight. It's not something you are giving. You have to choose it. To You have to choose to own it. Here are eight of the many habits accountable people choose to make part of their everyday life. Number one, they take responsibility. When responsibility is forced upon people, they can often be resistant or even resentful. Highly accountable people willingly take on responsibility and actively manage it so it gets done. They make sure once the initiative has their name on it, no one else needs to worry about it. Do you guys find that people take responsibility when it comes to relationship? We've been talking about relationships for the last six, seven months. Uh, do you guys think people take responsibility when it comes to relationships? Sometimes. Sometimes. Not, sometimes. Not, Who said sometimes? Sometimes. Mika said sometimes. Nate, what you say? I said sometimes as well. Sometimes. Dr. V? Not, not in general. Not in general. <laughs> nope, not for the lie with the rest of them. Not in general. Okay. JB, what you got? In the good relationships, they do. Oh, oh, that was good. good. That is true. That, ah. Yes, yeah. What healthy, is. healthy relationships. Yeah, healthy. Healthy. There you go. Yeah, healthy few, relationships. Few, 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 and far. Well okay. put. So, so the consensus is, in order for a relationship to be healthy, because I think it takes both parties. Both Absolutely. people have to be responsible and accountable. Correct. Yes. Correct. Right. Okay. Number two here is they don't make excuses. Objective. Mm. Hindsight is helpful when problem solving, but when something goes wrong in the moment, blame is a waste of time and energy. Highly accountable people don't throw others under the bus for their own missteps or inactions. St. Root said that. Uh, mm -hmm. They also don't excuse themselves based upon outside influences. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's good. Mm -hmm. uh, number three, accountable people are on time. Oh, not all accountable, accountable people. What are you talking? I, I agree. And if you're early, you're on time. And if you're on time, you're late. Mm -hmm. That's that part. But think, <laughs> think about this for a second, though, right? When we when, when it's talking about being on time, oftentimes when we're looking at people who are not accountable, they don't also account for the time of others. Exactly. Being they don't considerate. They, they're not considerate of the time of others, and it doesn't matter how that time is spent. So when like. I, I hear, I have, uh, I'm trying to think, do I have any male friends? That's one of my biggest pet peeves. People not being on time? My time, yes. Or or your and time, which one? My time when people are on time for something with me. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I'm always, I'm, I used to, okay, let me rephrase. I used to be always late, but I knew I was always late. She and... I, my lateness was I'm really on time. Y'all just girls. Consistent. I'm consistent. But but the other thing is, is that there was always a reason why I was late. It wasn't just me not being considerate of people's time. It was usually something oh, else was happening. Which you brings a question, uh, Finch, from what you just read I, about excuse. What's the yeah. difference between an excuse and a reason? Because I hear That's that sometimes. And um people would be like, That's the reason I was late. So is that your excuse why you relate given within your reason? Because it's, it's, you know, for the other party, it just sounds like excuses. If you say you're going to do something and you don't do it, that's an excuse. That's your reason, but they're just excuses. Isn't it I, how I, it's perceived though? Nope. Nope. I, nope. Not at all. Excuses and reasons are go hand in hand because okay. when, when we think about this for a second, Somebody's like I think you just said it. Somebody's reason is an excuse for why they do things, right. and mm -hmm. the reason why I gotta do this or the reason why I do this is is, is an excuse for continued toxic behavior. We see this I, all the time. I, I I wasn't there because somebody died. That's a reason to me. That's right. That's why I said <laughs> it depends on what it is. So. I, well, and you and now you now in that in that so that's example, a reason that was one time. Yeah, now next week time. you're not there because your tires flat. The following yeah. week you weren't there because you you uh you didn't finish okay. getting your pedicure. 
The next right. week you weren't there because your car went crane. You have a lot of excuses for not <laughs> being there. Okay. There are separate reasons, but you give me a lot of excuses why you can't be where you said you were going to be, and I'm going right. to hold you accountable. Or why Is that a habit, maybe? Do you, you identify do. excuses by habit then, Mika? Could be. Yeah. I, don't, I just, it's an excuse. I make them. <laughs> I make them. Now, Mika, are you saying you make excuses? I do because I mean I have reasons that I may not be able to do something, but time is not one of one of those things. Never uh, time. I'm I'm usually an hour early to anything, work, you know, friends, uh, anything. Right. I'm out. I show up early for myself. Like, why am I here right now? I, <laughs> I said I was gonna be here in an hour. Why are we here? <laughs> oh my gosh. Now, now I'm gonna say this to what Doctor V just said because Doctor V, I think. When things are beyond your control, those are mm. reasons. Mm. Right. But when those are things are within your control, that's mm. an excuse. Okay. That sounds like a good definition. Okay. That, that was a good way to delineate. Yeah. Yeah. I like yeah. that. Yeah. That was a good way to yeah. delineate. Yeah. Because yeah, if, 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 if you're on your way to meet somebody and mm -hmm. you get hit by somebody else, mm. that's out of your control. Mm -hmm. Right. If, you, mm -hmm. if you're doing something and something affects it that you don't have any control over, then that is the reason I'm why the reason. Because that was the cause. Right. But when it comes to things like your time, so you telling somebody you're gonna be somewhere at eight and you know you gotta be there at eight, then you gotta right. get your ass up a little early. I get up right. extra early, especially on times when I gotta fly somewhere, because I know how much time I need to get ready. Mm -hmm. So me being late consistently is an excuse because I control my time. If mm -hmm. it's something that's beyond my control, that is a reason. Mm -hmm. when, when it's within my power, that's an excuse. And when it comes to behaviors and, and how we operate and things, that is well within our power to mm -hmm. change. And if mm -hmm. we decide not to do that, that's a damn excuse. Mm -hmm. I agree yeah, with that. So I think uh. you got to grow out of that, too, because sometimes people have a, a habit of, I'm going to do all of these things uh -huh. in that time period. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm, I know, I, I know I got to be there at eight, but I'm going to paint the house before because we got to get. <laughs> so it's, it, it really is. That's accountability to me. That is yeah. the point of accountability to begin to assess better uh, what it takes to get you wherever you're trying to get to. And you know, Dr. V that is, that actually used to be me. I used to have a problem saying no. Mm -hmm. And I was always—I was always doing like because you know right. I had children and yes. my kids were involved in things. Right. I had right. work, I had family, other family obligations, right. and I would stress myself, you know, stretch myself thin, and mm -hmm. trying to do everything at one time. And then I would plan to do things, and I was—I was always late. And right. it got to the point where my friends, Mika included. They would tell me a time earlier just to make a sure that I would be on time. A whole lie. It starts at five. And when it, and when she yeah, shows up at seven, time, we are just early. starting. She's like, oh, I'm right on time. Yes, because we lied to you. We, <laughs> we lied to you. But you've gotten so much better. You, you've gotten so much but better. You know what? I can feel that. That. Was, that was part of the accountability because the other thing is, is my children got older. And so a lot of the things that I was using because they were my, they were my reasons, you know, mm -hmm. I, I legitimately had things that were happening, but part of it was the kids and part of it was my poor time management. Yeah, and so mm -hmm. now I absolutely hate being late. I hate it. So I make it a point to get up early. I map out where I'm going. I leave. Mm -hmm. Uh, if I have to, if I know it's 30 minutes to get there, I'm leaving an hour and 30 minutes beforehand mm -hmm. in case it's traffic or right. I hate being late. And yeah. so now if I'm late, it's really, really a legitimate reason why I'm late. You know, that's, there's something that's neat. that happened. But right. like you said, it took, you know, it's part of growth. Mm -hmm. You know, and it she's, took me she's better. accountable. For my time, but I no longer have the responsibility of little people. I'm really just responsible yeah. for me now. Well, right. and my mom, but you know, I don't have um, any other dependents that right. I have to care for that That's take up time. So. And and those are the two biggest excuses to kids and traffic. So I remember when I didn't have my <laughs> child, people were like, because you ain't got no kids. That's why you're always on time. And then I had an infant and then I was still an hour early. 
you have to prep and you know prepare. If right. you know you have to be somewhere at eight, why are you doing that baby head at seven thirty? Right. Like, Right. You could have did it last night, this morning, and then traffic. You're in Atlanta. You know this Atlanta traffic. It's the same traffic every day. So if you know you need to be moving between 5 and 7, you need to leave early because it's something called rush hour. So the traffic is the same. And now, like you said, if something outside of your control, there's an accident that added to this right. normal traffic. But if you're just talking about, because you know Atlanta, yeah, I know Atlanta, and I know what hours to drive and what hours to not. Mm -hmm. So now you're giving me excuses why are you still not here, and I'm just sitting in this restaurant by myself. That part, that part. Mm -hmm. that's, that's one of the things that okay. used to irk me uh, going out on dates and people calling you or texting you five minutes before they're supposed to be there saying they're running 15 minutes behind. Be like, how? <laughs> how are you 15 minutes late and you supposed to be here five minutes ago? It's mm. crazy. Uh, uh, so the, uh, I'm gonna rush through these next two. They own their feelings, emotions. Mm. It says can run hot on uh, at any point. Highly accountable people know that negative emotions can derail productivity. They stay in control of their feelings and don't let a bad day or emotional uh, baggage get in the way of accomplishing things. I think mm -hmm. sometimes people use uh, how they feel as an as an excuse as well. Absolutely. Uh, I feel you know because again, how we feel and what's reality is not the same. We we have to. We have Ruth to said it. it. Fuck your feelings. Right. <laughs> Ruth said that. That's that part. My kids uh, get here, so tired of hearing that. <laughs> and lastly, they manage expectations. Um, uh, that's good. That uh. that is good. Uh, but here's the other two. They control their own fate. Uh, and I like this part. It said a victim mentality is not in a highly accountable person's repertoire. Mm. I like Dr. that. They do not she wait to be checked or monitored by others, but work proactively and diligently with people. Uh, so, you know, we I think we had this conversation before where we talked about if somebody got to tell you you wrong all the time for you to correct stuff, that, that's a problem. So, right. Yeah, you, you have to be accountable. All right, guys, we got to take a break right quick. We are talking accountability. When we come back, we're talking how satisfied are you in life? That is our peek through. We got Root here. We got Dr. V, JB, Mika, Nate. They're all here. You guys uh, don't go anywhere. We are talking off the fence. I'm Finch. We'll be right back. Yo, 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 yo. You're in the mix. The world's finest, man. DJ. Like Half the radio on the telly. Hey, thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And until next time, get your ass off the fence.